This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you are feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome, everyone. I am so thrilled and honored to have Tyson Sharp join me today on our Winning with Wellness podcast. We are going to be talking about some delicious things. One of them is getting silent. I can't even wait for uh, for you guys to hear about what Tyson has to share about his journey. But I want to share a little bit about him first before we dig in. Tyson is on a mission to heighten consciousness by helping light workers and heart-centered business owners create more reach, impact, and income in their business. He does this by helping them integrate their both their spiritual growth and their profitable business strategies. Tyson is the creator of the online community called The Serving Circle. It's an incredible community. We're going to share more about that. And is also the host of the Awaken Your Business podcast. He believes that business success is the byproduct of the connection to your heart's calling. So Tyson, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. My pleasure. While you were explaining that, I thought it would be funny if we dive into the topic of silence and then I just don't answer anything and we just (laughs) stay silent the whole time and just give people the experience. I think that would be funny. (laughs) It'd be so great and awkward all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it. Okay. So for everybody that nobody, you know, Obviously, some of us are going to be, some people will be watching this, you know, the video when it's curated and put out, but generally speaking, everybody's listening. Where are you? Because they don't realize you and I are in completely different time zones. So for me at uh, two, it's like 2.48 PM. And what time is it for you, Tyson? It's 7.48 AM. The craziness of the world, hey? Well, one of the beautiful things about the craziness of the world is we get to connect because there is no barriers, right? There are no other than making sure both of us are awake at the same time. (laughs) We're not uh, we're not limited by borders anymore. So Tyson, share with me and with the audience that's listening. I would love to know what wellness actually means for you. Wellness, wellness for me. You know, it covers the the facets of not only your physical, mental, but emotional health as well. I mean, I just when it comes when it comes to wellness, I ask myself the question of just how am I feeling every day? Because mm-hmm. no matter what you're no matter what you're feeling, you can always get a general indication of um, what can be improved or what's going well. Um, I find what matters most to me that when when people ask the area of wellness. For me, I, I personally go to if I'm following this this mission, this calling, this heart's desire, this reason why I'm here. I think if I'm following that, everything else generally seems to fall into place. You know, in terms of in terms of my wellness practices, in terms of my health, in terms of my meditations, all those different things. It's only when I'm off track of that that things start to break down, get out of balance, and and um, and go in a, go in a direction that's not in in my well being. So. Um, 
that's the sort of focus I take. That's a question I ask myself and maybe someone listening can, can ask themselves that as well. If, if you truly know that you're on this, on the, on your heart's mission of why you're here. Okay. So I love that you say you're on your heart's mission and that you have a wellness practice. I'm curious, was it always this simple? Did you have a wellness practice? What was life before where you are now? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, I have many, many things for my physical health. I, I, I hire, um, you know, health coaches all the time to just always up my ante with what I'm doing, whether it be with my diet, with breathing, with cold showers, with uh, oil pulling, with all these crazy things, earthing, my exercise, all these stuff. Um, one thing I didn't hire a, a coach for was my was my spiritual practice of, of um, meditation. Like we said, in terms of silent meditation, it's been a consistent part of my life for about two years. Um, and everyone's, everyone generally freaks out when I share this, but I meditate about two hours a day in silence. Not saying everyone should do it. It's not in everyone's expansion. It's just my, my calling and what feels exciting for me and what feels aligned for me. But the, um, the practice of silent meditation has allowed me to not only tap into some, some, uh, some deeper levels of awareness that I could be missing, um, but also just allowed me to connect with who and what I am and really and start to realize some deeper truths about myself. And, um, and so that for me has been something that, you know, I'll, I'll, it doesn't seem like I'll ever stop, but um, anyone who's willing to take up a silent meditation practice, you know, you have my support because it's scary. It's definitely scary to the mind. Well, I, you know, it's, I, I'll be completely honest with you. I have talked about taking the plunge and doing that intensive silent meditation, like that long journey that you shared with me when we first met and I haven't had the guts to do it yet. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm just like putting it all out there. So Tom, could, could you share with us what it was like, what led you to say, I need to get silent and to piggyback on that. What was it like when you actually, you know, how did you prepare? Like what I want to, if I really want to become silent and do the thing, set me up to win. What does that look like? Yeah, sure. So uh, what the way it happened for me, um, and I'm sure everyone can sort of resonate as well at some level is that I was, I was growing my business and I was, I was following this, this passion of mine until all my circumstances started breaking down. And, um, and like I said, this, this happens to many, many people for, for many reasons, which I can get into, but I was doing quite well in my business. I was making my first 10 K months and I, my, you know, my group was growing and, and the engagement was, was going well until it wasn't right. Until it wasn't until clients started drying up, um, you know, income started drying up. I had to give, um, some clients refunds through like crazy circumstances, like lawsuits and brain injuries and all those different things. And I was like, Holy shit. I'm like, what, what is the lesson I need here? Because when I was sort of losing clients and, and I was, you know, and my income was drying up, I had so much fear. Right. And what was coming up, I realized what was coming up was the side of me that believed I needed to make money to feel safe, or I needed my business to be a certain way. And I needed to achieve a certain level of success to feel enough, to feel loved, to feel worthy. All these core wounds were coming up. 
So I was forced to realize I was building my business from fear. Mm. I was building my business from fear, building my business from scarcity. And what I realized was the universe was, you know, guiding me to a deeper lesson that who and what I am is more than what I can achieve, right? It's more than my image is, and my safety is not found outside of me. Um, so I was Sorry, really, this is, this is real life. I apologize. I am, don't know what happened, but I'm in the middle of a podcast and somebody FaceTimed in on my phone. So I apologize. You got, <laughs> you got, didn't I just say we record under all circumstances? <laughs> maybe someone, maybe someone was like super keen to get in on some silent meditation okay. and they realized we're doing this podcast. And so they calling in to try to answer some questions. I think this totally is really interesting. So Tyson, you're a twin, correct? I am. So that was just my twin. Oh, okay. My twin's not calling me. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no. He's not. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? So I do apologize. So you're building your fear, your business through scarcity and fear. Yeah. Well, a I lot of people can the interruption. That's okay. A lot of people can ask themselves that question as well. When they're when they're doing their daily activities or trying to achieve their goals or they're they're on this path to to achieve whatever it is, even if it's to do with your 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 wellness. Um, ask yourself the question of what would you feel if that didn't happen? What would you feel if you didn't achieve that thing or if that thing, you know, never came about? Um, another way of asking this is what does your mind not want to have happen? Right. What will generally come up in those, with those questions are the sides of you that are ready to be seen. What I realized when I sat in silent meditation is everything's coming up because it's ready to come out. Everything's coming up because it's ready to be seen with a awareness and therefore it's ready to leave right to leave with with love um but what we generally do is when we feel fear or scarcity or worry or lack or concern we react to it and we try to build our life and build our circumstances so that we don't feel it right right and the analogy i use is that if a five-year-old in the park is to come up to you and let's say it's someone else's five-year-old and they don't know where their parents are if a five-year-old's come up to you because they're scared and they come to you for safety, would you tell that five-year-old, go away until you feel better? Or it's wrong you're feeling this way. You need to be fixed, right? There's something wrong here. We wouldn't do that, of course. But, but that's what we do to our internal five-year-olds when they're coming up in the forms of fear or doubt or worry or scarcity or lack, right? It's they come up because these patterns are ready to be seen, ready to be loved, ready to be heard and ready to, ready to transcend. But what we do is when we feel that we're like, holy shit, I need to go make money and I need to go do these things. I need my life to this way. I need this person to behave in this way because they're triggering me and I need to make money and all those different things. So you're unconsciously building your life from, from fear. And that's what I realized within myself. So what I started to do was, the first day I hadn't meditated for, but the first day I sat in this chair for about six hours. So Tyson, can I pause for two secs? I just want everyone to hear what you just said. You had never meditated before. Did yeah. I hear that correctly? Correct. Not, not in this way. Okay. Yeah. Meditation. Okay. Fair enough. But you hadn't sat in. Okay. So then you sit in this chair that you're sitting. I can see it. I don't know. You know, some people. So you're in the chair yes. for six hours. Did you say? Yeah. 
six yeah. hours in one day. It was broken up in terms of in terms of two hour blocks, yeah. so I could get some food, um, and get some water. But the yeah, it was it was sitting there for six hours in one day, with the intention of no longer avoiding, resisting, or reacting to these fears, but to feel them fully. Okay. Yeah, to feel them fully. And the reason being is because when they're felt fully in your body without any resistance or judgment, that's when they're able to do what they need to. That's when they're fully seen and therefore they're able to they're able to um, leave, to transcend. And um, in, I just had this, when it came to money especially and uncertainty around business and what I'm doing next, I just had this, this pit in my stomach, just this heaviness in my stomach and it was just a, a big realization when I just allowed it to be there. I allowed it to be there. I held the loving safe space for this, this heaviness to be there. And I didn't need it to go away. I wasn't trying to change it. Wasn't trying to do anything with it. I just, I just held a loving safe space for it. And I just had so many things come up in terms of the fears, the worries. I had sadness about past relationships that I had no clue was in me. Mm-hmm. And just with like so many tears, I would just feel this, you know, just feel this love and safety for it. And that's really where things started shifting internally and where I started getting some, some deeper insights. So Tyson, did you, I mean, that, that is so incredibly powerful and I, I honor you and I'm in awe that you were able to do that at that, that intensity. Six hours is a long time. And we both know, and we had this conversation before we were recording, we both know that many of us live in a world of avoidance, right? That's why we're addicted to busy, <laughs> right? It's so the busier we are, we don't have to sit in the silence and feel the feels, right? So is this something that you do did a lot of, like a lot of six hours, or did you quickly wean into that two-hour practice that you do every day? Like, what did that look like? What was that journey? Yeah, it was definitely so after that day, I had so many insights and so many release of just in, internal pain. Um, it was actually after that six hour um, day where I had the insight. I'm like, man, if you just grow a community and fall in love with the art of serving, everything else will take care of itself. The, the income, the clients, the collaborations, the opportunities. And so it was just a knowing that flowed through. And so that's where I rebranded my group to the serving circle. And that's when I started, um, you know, the thriving community that it is now is, was literally from that. But yes, I went straight from there since I had so many insights, I went straight from there to say, okay, I have to commit to doing at least two hours a day in silence. Um, for that very reason, I need to place my, I need to place my heart, my spirit, my soul as priority above anything. Cause I know that once I shift everything that's, being shifted internally and my vibration heightens, my consciousness heightens, everything around me shifts as a byproduct, right? So a lot of people wake up every day and they're like, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. I wake up and I meditate for an hour and I realize, oh, I don't have to do any of that shit. (laughs) And I just, I literally just get on calls like this and do what's fun and do what feels aligned. And therefore, because I'm in my vibration of my highest calling, my clients benefit, my marketing, my, my content benefits, my, um, you know, my relationships benefit and thrive, my wellness and my health thrives. And I'm just able to, you know, live a life outside of being controlled by patterns, being controlled by patterns of fear and doubt and scarcity. Um, so I'm always asking myself those questions of like, 
what would happen if I don't achieve this thing? What, would, what, what emotion am I avoiding? What sides of me do I not want the world to see? And it gives me a good indication of what I need to go in and feel. I love that. So, you know, Tyson, when we're talking and we're sharing this, I'm sure there's people that are listening going like, what the heck? You're asking me to meditate for six hours and I've never even meditated once. What would you recommend for people that really want to tap into this journey and this idea, but maybe maybe the concept is overwhelming or like I said, they've never even meditated, not even for a minute. It's, you know, it's literally like, what do you, what would you suggest for people that are, you know, drawn to the idea, but maybe are afraid of the concept? Yeah. Well, one thing I'll say is the more afraid you are, the more you have to do it. Amen. The reason, the reason, the reason being is because (laughs) the reason why you're scared is because there's something that you don't want to see. There's an emotion you don't want to be with. There's some thoughts and beliefs you don't want to see, but recognizing they're in you anyway, they're in you anyway, consciously or unconsciously running your decisions, your actions, your moods, right? All these different things like, and it's coming up because it's ready to come out. It's coming up because it's ready to be seen. So what I generally recommend to get started for everyone is to sit in silence for a whatever amount of time is uncomfortable for your ego, whatever amount of time is scary. And the reason being is because when you, when you, when you challenge yourself like that, what comes up are the very things that are ready to leave. So when I sat in silence, as many, many people, they have these, this, this uh, voice that says, you can't do this. You need to do more income generating activities. You're letting other people down. You're being irresponsible. You need to go make money. You need to go do these things. If you sit there in silence and just allow that to be there without acting on it, you'll be surprised with how much those voices just start to dissipate and what starts to emerge as a byproduct. And ironically is so many more creative, resourceful actions and solutions to the challenges that you didn't even know you had, but challenges that um, your mind thinks it has, you just find so many different insights to say, oh, that's actually not a problem. Actually, I don't need to do that. And actually I'll find a way to get this result in half the time by having more fun. And you d- and everything that your mind freaks out about is solved from the heart. It solves from what flows through in terms of your, in terms of your internal creativity and resourcefulness and fun and play. And um, it's so, I, that's what I recommend to get started. Is just ask yourself the question of how long do you need to sit in silence that's uncomfortable to your mind that's uncomfortable to your ego and what will emerge are the very things that are ready to be healed. Well, and I think you, you share such a beautiful point too, is everybody's journey is going to be a little bit different and what you need is not going to be the same as everybody else. And I think, you know, if I could add any insight to our listeners, granted, I full disclosure, like I said, I haven't done the six hours like Tyson, but I do know that I have this judgment sometimes when I'm in meditation of what I quote unquote should be doing. (laughs) And, you know, be kind to yourself as you work through this process, your mind will wander and just acknowledge that it's wandered and, you know, be gracious with yourself. There is no right or wrong way. (laughs) It's a curve, right? It's a learning curve and an experience. So I'd love to tap into through this awakening or new practice or awareness that you develop for yourself. Like you said, you kind of let go of that 
that armor or maybe that baggage that was holding you into this template that you thought you should be. And then you, you, I loved it. You said you rebranded your beautiful community, which is the serving circle, which I, I cannot speak highly enough as a fellow community builder and lover of wellness and all things good. Your community is a place of service and it, it really resonates because it's about allowing people just to share what their needs are and then fellow members help them help each other meet their needs. Is there anything else you'd like to share about what motivated you or inspired you to bring that community forward? Yeah, well, I just started seeing everything in my life start to thrive, especially when it comes to my heart's calling and my, my business. When I was, when I remained in selfless service and by that, I mean, it doesn't mean giving from a pattern. A lot of people can be people pleasing and they can give from a pattern of saying, oh my God, I just need to make everyone like me. It's not like that. It's, it's really returning to your heart and doing what you know is right. Everyone can think back in a time in their life when they, when they gave or they contributed to something or they did a random act of kindness, not because they felt like I need to achieve these accolades or I need people to see me in this way, but just because it felt right. It felt like the right thing to do. And it felt like this is who and what I am is someone who contributes and, and someone who gives and someone who sees, you know, them not as separate than me, but we're all one, we're all connected. And so what people in the serving circle are finding is that there's uh, you can, you can thrive and grow your business or your, you know, your heart's calling as a byproduct of remaining back to who and what you are, which is, which is, you know, you are one of, of, of kindness, of gentleness, of, of contribution and service. And, um, and we do that, you know, through, through many, many different ways. Well, as you know, it's the community's 1700 members now, and everyone's just jumping, jumping in and finding ways to collaborate, finding ways to help each other, to serve and uh, have no expectations or assumptions as to what will happen next. Um, But just enjoying that vibration and that vibration of giving and, and contributing and making a difference um, helps you not only with your business, but your, your heart's mission more than anything, I believe. Yeah. It's a really powerful space. And, you know, I do encourage anybody listening to check it out because it, it has um, there's you it's, you can describe it all you want, but you need to experience it to really get the feel of what that service centered space is. And um yeah, the people in it are beautiful. I've made some incredible relationships through through the serving circle, you included. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, thank you on behalf of the world for creating such a beautiful space. And again, congratulations on 1700 people. Amen. You know, the reach. And I think I think what's important, and I, I really want listeners to hear this, especially those that are in business. We have similar communities. There is enough for everybody. If we help each other and we share our stories and we share our beliefs, our goal is to change the world. We can't do it alone. And why would we want to do it alone? There is enough for everybody. And again, that lends to your conversation with yourself before, you know, scarcity should never be the driver. So I'm just so thrilled that we get to share um in our visions together and they do they they overlap here and there and you know and they they visit one another once in a while and it's just such a a beautiful thing when we all 
when we all champion each other, the whole point is we want to ignite the wellness warrior in others, right? So, you know, by bringing that forward, as we kind of come to a close with our time together, and I know we've talked about your community, which is amazing. And we've talked about getting into, you know, that space of silence so that you can hear what you actually really need to hear and feel. Is there anything else, Tyson, that you would love the listeners to know or be inspired by? Is there anything else you'd like to share before we finish off? Uh, Well, it was something that you tapped into as well. Um, but I'll, I'll clarify just so everyone might've missed it, but when you're, when you're sitting in silence and when you're taking up this practice, even if it's for five minutes, even if it's for 10 minutes, just to sit there, um, is to hold a loving space, no matter what comes up. Mm-hmm. So one of the challenges is that people will say, oh yeah, I'm willing to feel this sadness. I'm willing to feel this anxiety, but how long is it going to last? Right. And then there's that, so there's that judgment of the feeling but you can hold space for that. You can hold space for the beliefs like, oh my God, how long is this going to last? You know, why am I still dealing with this? I should have got over it already. And I can guarantee you there is nothing coming up that you can't hold space for. There's nothing coming up in terms of your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions that you can't hold space for. It's just deepening your level of surrender. And one thing I said, one thing I give my clients is this question of what do I need to hold space for now? And you can ask yourself that hundred times in a meditation. Okay, what do I need to hold space for now? What do I need to hold space for now? What's coming up right now? And to just be able to do that and and just deepen your levels of allowing, deepen your levels of surrender, you'll start to feel um, you'll start to feel not only those patterns start to transcend and start to dissipate, but this emergence of this inner peace mm-hmm. and this inner wisdom. And it's inner guidance because you're connecting more with your heart and more of who and what you are instead of these egoic patterns that we find ourselves in. Um, so that's what I would urge people to do. If you're willing to give it a try, then uh, trust me, if you're willing to play out fully and, and, and go, in, go all in like I did, you will, you're going gonna to get on a wild ride. So, so get ready for it. Well, it's a game changer. <laughs> like if you want to change the game, this and and I'll be honest, like I said, I haven't done it yet because I know I know it's going to change my life. And and that there are some scary thoughts around that in a good way, of course, but I got to be ready for the pivot. <laughs> so, oh, Tyson, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your thoughts, your beautiful community with the world. So anybody that's interested in joining the Servant Circle, I will ensure that that connection link is put into the show notes. So if you are wanting to, that link will be right there. Otherwise you can find it on Facebook. So Tyson, what is it? Anything? Is it special? Is it just the serving circle? I thought there was more to it, but I can't remember exactly. Uh, you have to type in Tyson is awesome in Facebook. No, you don't. Oh you, yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, you just on the, you just on Facebook, you just type in the serving circle and you'll be able to find it there. Great. And it should just pop up. No problem. But like I said, we're going to put it in the show notes for you guys. So it'll have easy access. Thank you so much, Tyson, for sharing your passion and your love and your service with with us and the world. We are so, so grateful to have you in our space. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now. 
hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.